I do sometimes. Usually I get it through someone else okay. who the okay. parents talk to. Um, okay. But, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's something, uh, again, like welcome. It's something, you know, we, we all have to continue doing. We have to continue learning. And, you know, the period of mystagogia in RCIA is a period of opening up the mysteries. Um, it's going deeper into our faith. And it's a period, really, that doesn't end for any of us, you know. There's a formal one in RCA, but the rest of us are still in our period of mystagogy. We're always continuing to go deeper into our faith, deeper into the Mass, deeper into the sacraments. And so the Great Commission, in its own way, is, is kind of actually supposed to do that, help parents do that themselves, you know. Um, so, you know, we, we talk about things and try and offer stuff on things like the catechism. Well, well perhaps this year, actually, better yet, we're going to focus on things like the catechism about Scripture, you know, just spending time in it and being able to understand it because admittedly scripture can sometimes get a little confusing if you don't have a lot of if you don't have a lot of uh, background in it you know sure i went to graduate school so i I have a bit of (laughs) handle on it but even sometimes i'm like okay what is this i I need to figure this out where can i look this up right let me ask you this i know this information on the website we need to get the saint jude website out uh, for the listeners, uh, social media, and all sure. that where folks can find it. So what is the website? It's com. Okay. It's super simple, com, And in, in, the, in the navigation header at the top, it's got all of our different programs, our schedules, all the things you can be involved with. It's a, it's a pretty robust site. So, And all of, our, all of our socials as well, you know, Instagram and, and Facebook. Uh, just search for St. Jude Parish. Absolutely. Patrick, thank you, sir. Thank you, well, Patrick. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. Great it's guy. been a absolutely. It's been great. Thanks so much for sitting with us and talking. Uh, actually, just talking for a few minutes with this guy, you kind of get got got to get a sense of how how uh, how deep this guy goes. Absolutely. So thanks, Patrick. We appreciate you, man. Oh uh, well, I appreciate it, guys. You, you bet. guys take care. All right. Uh, thanks for having me on. You bet. All right. Hard thank to, you. Uh, hard to believe that we are already. Uh, gosh, down to three segments. Uh, we're well into this broadcast. We're broadcasting live today here on KTH 910 AM at the St. Jude Carnival. And uh, yeah, this has been going on for a number of years. Uh, just want to invite everybody to come on out here. It's a great way to support a great parish and have a lot of fun with your family. It's definitely a very family-friendly event. Carnival rides, uh, of course, food and games and all kinds of fun. Uh, it's going on until 11 o'clock tonight. So it goes late tonight and then tomorrow for Sunday, 1 to 10 o'clock. And we have had uh, uh, Mark Willis and Michael Howard doing the interviews with all these great guests. And Cicely Anderson has been our roaming Catholic reporter. She kind of runs about. Yep. Uh, since we're stationary, she gets to move around and kind of give us reports on what's going on. So well, what's the latest report, Cicely? I have officially entered the Midway grounds to go look oh. at the rides. <laughs> and there are some crazy rides out there, Dave. Um, there's Not only is there the big Ferris wheel, which is not like one of those slow Ferris wheels. It's a pretty fast one. There's a ride called the Tornado, which I think you can kind of come up with your mind what direction that might yeah, go in, you know? Round, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and a few other ones that are uh, very, uh, very intense ones. Uh, sometimes, you know, I think people think a carnival, oh, that's for little kids and stuff like that. No, these are plenty of rides that the teens and the young adults would be very, very, uh, have a lot of fun on and be thrown around quite a bit. Yeah, and I know the Saturday of a carnival like this probably is way to, it probably maxes out Saturday evening. Oh, absolutely. Uh, so I'm guessing tonight a lot of the teenagers, last night was football games, and tonight mm, the Tonight it out, will so be busy. It's going to be very busy. Once yeah. they wake so. up. Uh, yeah. <laughs> hey, Dave, you asked me to find out. This is our seventh year. Oh, okay. All seventh right, year we've been doing the carnival. 
All right, seventh year. The address fifteen fifteen North Greenville Avenue in Allen. Uh, website for the parish. What Saint is that? JudeParish.com. Okay. Let me say it in my radio voice. Saint Parish dot com. We got to put your chin on your chest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's probably doing it in radio voice. Have Mark do it. That's right. He's got the radio voice. Well, now he's got it. So you can take it from there. And I was saying, yeah, that Curtis guy. Boy, that guy had some pipes. I was gonna. I meant to say that. I forgot. Yeah, he's radio voice. All right, we got our next segment three sixteen now. So we got another 44 minutes of this live broadcast. Uh, yes. Uh, yeah, this, is, this is a lot of fun. Let me introduce to you, uh, all of you, uh, the, these two gentlemen sitting before us right now. Uh, these are the kingpins. Yes. We'll call them. We'll call them the kingpins. Uh, we've got Mr. Jack Gunn and Mr. Ron Rodenbaugh. So we talked about Mr. Rodenbaugh earlier. Here he is in the flesh. Uh, gentlemen, thanks for sitting with us today. Hold your mics up really close, close to those. Yep. Both of these guys have whiskers. I mean, what is up with all the whiskers? Keep them up in your whiskers, boys. That's right. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, thanks for coming and sitting with us. Uh, what we're talking about today, we'll, we'll, we'll do this in two parts since we got both you guys. Um, we're talking a little bit about the 20th year of Chirp. Uh, this is year 20. And we had Deacon Robert talk about the beginnings. We had Angela Harrison slash Church talk about that with with uh, the, for the women. And uh, so, but I don't even know how to start with these two guys. These guys, if anybody volunteers more than these guys, I don't oh, know who it amazing. is. Absolutely. I think Ron has a cot up here, and I, and I know Jack has a has a uh, a hammock flung in his all. He has, Jack actually has yep. an office here. So he's volunteers more than anybody else. He and Ron together, they keep this place up and running. So, you know, so I know your volunteerism is part of your life. But if you think back to the chirp experience or the welcome experience, um, share a little bit with us about your welcome experience and how that may have uh, sort of catapulted you guys uh, into a more intense ministry that you guys do today, you know, with volunteerism and so on. Go ahead, Jack. Mike, thanks. This is Jack. Um, I went to chirp or welcome whatever you're calling it now two back in wow you're an old you're one of the old guys yeah, oh, 2000 and, i don't know two or something like it, that yeah it'd be 2002 um, candlelight yeah <laughs> i think i think for yeah. me the, probably the most significant thing that happened or the most the light bulb that goes on is um if you're if you're going to follow christ it 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 causes it should cause your outlook to go out from you rather than inward sure and, and so for me what what that did was um, the, the same opportunities that you saw or that were present in your life every day, perhaps you didn't recognize as an opportunity to serve. And and once once your perspective changes, you, you see things that you may not have seen before. Right. And then that opens up all kinds of possibilities. And then it's then I think it's just a matter of what are you drawn to. Um, right. To, to, to called to do. How about you, Ron? What do you think, Ron? I was in Chirp 6, so a little after, a couple years after Jack. Um, you know, volunteerism has always been something big in, in my life. My father was big in it, and and it's, it's just what you did. Um, but I think one of the things with Chirp is that today men, it, it's hard to be around a good group of men. Okay, So with Chirp, you, you get that ability to create a fraternity. It is so much easier if you've got five guys trying to help you do something than whenever you try to do it on your own. For me, that even includes getting closer to God. Right. So if you've got these guys together, it's much easier to stay on the right path. You got 
you got somebody to look after you or, right. or get on you, well, however you want to look at it. Right, right. Yeah, and then, and I want to say, Ron, uh, Ron was volunteering back in the day when we started doing Life Teen. He was part of the music men- or sound ministry, at least, right? We ran the ran the board, ran a the board, back hauled there. gear oh, to geez. retreats. And Mr. Jack Gunn here is uh, previously was the Grand Knight here right. at uh, at St. Jude. So these guys go way back. And I, I, want, I didn't say in your introduction, but I want to make sure we know we, we get this out there that these two guys, along with Della Doss and Mary Boyle, uh, they sort of head this large committee that puts on this this carnival every year as well. They, so. they title us co-chair. Co-chair. I like so, that. So and, and and Jack and I have gotten to where we're pretty good at part of being chair people on this thing is that you find enough of the right people to do the work and the work gets done. Of course, yeah. Uh, you know, it's we not like we're spending. If we did it right, we stand there and watch them. <laughs> it's not like we're standing up here and uh, just yeah. watching. You know, there's a few hours when my wife says, why are you home so late? Uh, well, you got, I know what you guys do. You've been up here since the, the sun came up, and you'll be here till after, way after oh, it goes God. down. So, yeah. You, you know what's really incredible is I know that uh, your wife here in the parish, uh, she was a teacher. Uh, for many, many years, and I'll tell you a quick story that I just saw her a few minutes ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, just walking out through, and uh, my daughter, who is a teacher in the Plano Independent School District, uh, took her inspiration from your wife uh, yep. to become a teacher. You know, yep. and it's that kind of inspiration, that outreach, like you were mentioning, that really does make an incredible difference. I mean, when you go to church, you see people that uh, that have the same worship they want to be around people that have got you know great values and things like that Mm -hmm. it's got to be extremely rewarding from your vantage point to see your wife also involved Mm -hmm. Uh, mark what's what's interesting is you never know what impact you have on people absolutely and you frequently never see it yeah, no, absolutely. And it does make an incredible difference, right? I mean, absolutely, yeah. Lori is, uh, is up here as much as Jack. Absolutely. We see Lori, and she's, she's part of the EM ministry. She uh-huh. heads up the EM ministry, yeah. right? And, of course, Ron's wife, uh, Teresa, is one of our staffers here. And, uh, again, they, these these people give more than 100% of their of their time to uh, to the church. Do you, what, what, are you, what are you guys, uh, either one of you, what are your thoughts on as far as welcome and the whole welcome experience? Uh, what do you attribute the longevity uh, of welcome here, both men and women, to have 37, 38, you know, welcomes? What do you contribute or what do you, what do you, well, the first thing is, is it's a heck of a program. I mean, it really does affect the people who go through it right um the second i think is or maybe even more so is is the, the support that we've had from our pastors right from our priests sure uh they've seen what it has changed in our church community and so to keep that going yeah. uh i i remember chirp seven eight nine i was helping with that and yeah. it was like two weeks or a week before and we were kind of said told that you don't get 12 more guys it's not going on that's right that's so, right. you get up, fired up, and you get them going, and you get them coming in. And we get, we get uh, for the men, we usually, you know, get almost fill up. For the women, we usually fill up, you know, weeks in advance. You know, there, there, there's a wait list for the women. But, but I know the last few chirps are welcomes that uh, that the men's welcomes have been full as well. Yeah. Jack, what do you what um, do you attribute the longevity to here? Because I mean, this has been going on for twenty years. Yep. Yeah. So I I think um, the the degree to which chirp and are welcome. And maybe even acts as similar in in many ways can transform a parish is 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 hard to overstate, and I think the our, 
our parish is frequently described by people that visit here as very welcoming, and 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 you know, you know people are friendly, they're open, they're they're willing to reach out, and and I think that kind of program over an extended period of time leads to that kind of thing, you know. And, right. and I mean, you know this, Mike. We've got probably well over a thousand safety cleared volunteers that that do RE and. And you know, outreach to elderly and all that kind of stuff. So it's it's amazing. It's, it's foundational. It is foundational. And then yeah. as a you know, as a past membership person in the Knights, I can tell you that um, in, in the Knights of Columbus, parishes and councils that had programs like that typically were twice as successful as bringing in people who were service minded and looking for an opportunity to do something. So it's it's a it part of part of the most significant part of these programs. I think. Is a, is when you get through it is a call to serve, right? And a call a call to step forward and commit and do something. And I and I think that's that's really important. Do Do you find uh, uh, real quick, Ron? Do you do you find um, uh, membership? Do we get like a little bit of a membership boost after a certain period of time with with welcome? I know we see it sometime in the music group. I, we do. I mean, yeah. I, I think it's because they have a discipleship night. I think is what they call it. Yeah. There's an invita- They have different ministries come in and talk, and then it, it's an opportunity to step forward and say, "I'd, I'd like to be part of that." Yeah. And and you know, and it's it, it's pick something that's meaningful to you. You know, and 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 where you and where you can add value, and 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 it's a great it's a great thing. Yeah. Of course, one of the other things that, that we kind of look at with the whole church, and as far as I see in the, the community, uh, we're in a very vibrant um, business area. Yes. There's a lot of transit, a lot of people moving in, moving out with jobs. Um, we keep turning people over. We yeah. get new people in here, and they see what our older people are like uh, right. that have gone through these weekends. Right. And they, they come. So... Oh, the men's, the past men's welcome, the one we just had, so many young dudes in in that. A lot of them are getting younger. Yeah, well, we're obviously, everybody's getting younger to us, but, but, but yeah, and I think, I think that's a big key, Ron. I've, I've thought, how do we have so many people still coming to welcome? But it just continues to regenerate. The new people moving in from out of town. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Well, you know, I think if you, the other challenge I think is in in a parish this big and, and if you look across North Dallas, all these parishes are big. Oh yeah, you know. So, sure. so it's it's really important to have programs like that 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 outreach, that draw people in, that 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 help them become involved in different aspects and areas of the parish. Um, to you know, where where you might walk in and be intimidated, you know. And and I think, you know, the 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 deal we do at the beginning of mass, turn around and say hello to somebody. Do we have any visitors? You know, I mean, I think all of that is part of the um, right. That welcoming persona, yeah, and I think it's important after these weekends that we have places for those people to serve. Uh, Oh, we'll always have places for those people to (laughs) serve. Yeah, because you know, there's a percentage of men and women who will come forward. There's a percentage that won't. But for those who do, we need to have a place for them to to be involved, gentlemen. Before we let you go, before we wrap up, we got a couple more minutes. Uh, As we mentioned, both of these guys are uh, are the kingpins here of the carnival. How does it look this year? What do you What do you see in so far? The the weather is just. I don't know. We couldn't have been any more delightful. Couldn't. (laughs) It's delightful. It is delightful. (laughs) Compared to last year, that was so. uh, Are are you seeing this? I know you can't give us anything firm, but what about just general flow of people? uh, Numbers. We're definitely up, and I think number one, 
Um, the fact that we got about 97% filled on our sign-up genius. Oh, wow. Dude, nice. that's fantastic. People wanted to that's, get out and get That's for volunteers. So. Yes, I, I can't believe the number of all. Somebody mentioned there were more colored shirts out here <laughs> this year than regular people There's, wearing shirts. There, I would estimate there's probably 600 volunteers oh, well, to make this That's amazing. Today. You know, to point out that this doesn't happen overnight. I know that you guys send out kind of a wrap-up, if you will, maybe December-ish. And then coming up in February, you send out a brand new email saying it's that time of the year again. There's a lot of months and months worth of planning oh. that goes into this, right? There's a lot of planning. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm kind of a more at the moment logistics guy. Okay. Jack's more a little more the forward thinking planning guy, <laughs> and then of course Della, uh, you know she's she she's in. always on it. Yeah, it's a it's a it. it's almost a full time job for Della. Yeah. You know, well, you know, I mean, every, they'll laugh at us, but we've we've got a large text group going. And yeah. the, the, the purpose of it is um, if, if you have an idea or an observation, just text it to the group. And so Tuesday, when we can't remember what all this stuff was, you know, the time to think about it is now. So right. we, we try to capture this work. This didn't work. Hey, it'd be really cool if we could do this. And that, you know, it just, it, the planning never really stops. Yeah, it's a big operation. All right. All right, Thanks guys. so much, Jack Gunn, Ryan Rodebaugh. Thank you very much. The uh, the big guns, the, uh, what did you call them? These, the, are, these are the kingpins right here. Yes. They uh, are. And without one. these guys, the whole thing would just fall apart. Yeah, definitely. Well, uh, <laughs> Can we, we do com- this next week? We're, we're, we're coming up at uh, 3.30 now. Uh, this is a live broadcast, uh, fall festival season, and uh, this is one of the, the, the big ones. And, and, and he, Ron is so right. Uh, you know, after such an excruciatingly hot summer. Oh, yeah. yeah. I know. Oh, the fact absolutely. that it's so nice now—it's—it's it's amazing. Come on it, out. It was uh, the—the—it just yeah, it is a beautiful weekend. And, uh, come on out and join us. It's going on until eleven o'clock tonight. It's the St. Jude uh, Carnival in Allen. Uh, there are games and food. Yeah, it's a carnival, so there are rides. Uh, Cecil told us in the last report about the tornado ride and some of the other ones that she saw as well. She's our Roman Catholic reporter. And uh, Cecil, what do you have to tell us now? Well, when I woke up this morning and was, knew I was going to the St. Jude Carnival, there was one thing I wasn't expecting to see today, and that was a man in a lemon. <laughs> a man, a in, man a lem- in a lemon. In a lemon. Yes, in a lemon. An actual lemon? Uh, I'm not sure. I didn't check. <laughs> Probably about a lemon. It'd be a big lemon. Yeah, a big lemon. Yeah. That's a big lemon. It is a large lemon uh, from which they dispense uh, freshly squeezed lemonade oh, right, right in the middle of the midway over there so after you go out, get off the tornado ride you can go get yourself a glass of lemonade I just walked by and I was like there's a man in the lemon <laughs> I thought it was just a statue and I gotta see the man in the lemon you gotta go you see the man in the this? lemon yeah. I haven't seen photos, that okay. I will bring photos back next time <laughs> yeah. I, I want to say I think next report we better we bet we, we should probably sample the funnel cake absolutely <laughs> yes. Yes. yes to what yeah sample he, the funnel he wants cake. the funnel oh. cake sample oh Oh, okay. I'll I'll see if yeah. that can happen. <laughs> yeah, see, and I'll see if I'm also brave enough to get tell, on a ride by Michael myself. Michael Howard said you get you get <laughs> yes. five. They're going to say who? <laughs> if you want music in this parish, you better give us some fun okay. okay. to share with my friends yeah. here. Exactly. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> well, come on, see us, everybody. We're down to our last couple of segments, and uh, uh, Mark and Michael, you guys are just doing a fabulous job. Great Thanks, selection Dave. of guests, and so uh, on we move. And uh, I just want to real quickly say, you know, these these wonderful candles. Uh, are still here. So if you're listening to us and you're coming to the carnival, stop by our table and just say, hey, can I have one of those candles? We won't throw you on the air if you don't want to, uh, but just just uh, we'd love to give those away. Thanks to our friend John Bruce from All Saints Parish. They're really, really beautiful. Uh, so come by if you're listening to us as a little thank you for listening to the station. So, all right, on we go. All right. Thanks, Dave. Uh, up next, we have... Um 
Mr. Bob Talibai. Hi, Bob. Hey, Mike. Hi, <laughs> Mark. Hey, how are you? <laughs> and Dave. How are you doing? Yep. Uh, Dave. All right, guys. So uh, we 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 chose uh, some of the heavy hitters here at St. Jude to uh, to be with us, and Bob is one of the heavy hitters. Bob has been part of this parish for a long time. He and I are great friends. Yes. Uh, Bob and I have uh, been part of the music ministry for he'll know years. how many twenty twenty years. See, oh, Bob, wow. anytime I need to ask or rem- I can't remember anything. Absolutely. So when I when I when I have a question about Bob, when did I start playing here? <laughs> I'll ask Bob. Uh, Bob, when when did I when did they ask me to become music director? And Bob will tell me. Bob has got one of those minds, you know. He remembers absolutely. Um, but re- really, the reason we wanted Bob uh, to to, uh, to sit in with us today is is uh, Bob. We're talking about you know our 20th year of chirp, of chirp here welcome and uh i know you've been part of the welcome ministry and went through welcome uh probably back before what what number were you five you were five okay i was seven so you were before me and uh so yeah so you've been at, at this a long time we we've heard from deacon robert who talked about the beginning we've heard from angela chirp our church uh you know talk harrison talk about <laughs> Uh, you know, uh, Father Tim and that influence, and so uh, what? What was your greatest experience from the Welcome Weekend? What do you recall, and how did that propel you or encourage you to continue volunteering? Because Bob does a lot of volunteering here yes. as well. Well, are, okay, and I wanted to ask: Are we going to talk about the visitation ministry? Yes, that's what okay. I want. I want to lead into that Absolutely. because I know He's you're leading. part of that. Okay. Okay. Yes, yes. I'm not good at this. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I mean, I, I think it, it's it's almost self-explanatory, but the chirp slash welcome that lights everybody's fire. Yeah. Yep, yep. I don't know too many groups who haven't gone through the process who have said, eh, I'm out of here. <laughs> They're usually looking for things to do to get involved right, in, right. Uh, to maintain their relationships and to deepen their service. And so for me, I mean, there have been several, but right now the visitation ministry is, I guess, the the slot I have on your on your docket right well, now. On our, yeah, on and our if, list. If I could, I just wanted to mention... Visitation ministry was started by Father Tim, uh, late Father Tim. Um, I don't know if it's been around 15, 18 years. He took a look around before he in- instituted programs. Right. But he saw a need for people who had no visitors, poor health, isolation. They needed, well, Jesus brought to them. Right. Uh, right. Whether it's um, outward Christianity or whether it's just sitting there and talking with them you know i can share an experience with the visitation ministry uh my wife ramona passed away two years ago uh january 21st and uh she was undergoing terrible medical conditions she had copd and i was her caregiver i was very blessed to be able to work out of the house uh so i was able to take care of her all the way up through the time she passed away she died in my arms uh and so it was an incredibly difficult experience for me it was a gut-wrenching experience for me to see that to go through that uh, but I know that when she did pass away uh, that the Holy Spirit was with her uh, there were two people that came by to visit her at least once or twice a week uh, Rita and Dan uh, and uh, they would come visit with her talk with her they would bring her communion uh, once or twice a week if she wanted Rita to come over and talk they would do that. That visitation ministry meant the world, the mm. world to Ramona uh, because of what it brought to her. 
she was not able to get out of the house. She was in a situation where she had oxygen tanks. She was tethered uh, to machines. So she couldn't go, but she wanted to go to church. She wanted to be part of it. I would read her the Bible, chapters out of the Bible. And so having this whole idea of the visitation ministry, to be able to come in made an enormous difference. Thank God you were there. The visitation ministry was there. Yeah. Michael, I'll tell you, it, was, it, 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 is, it does amazing things. Uh, that if somebody's homebound, if they can't get to church, this is the ministry that really makes worlds, worlds of difference. It, it's one and, of those, those. I'm sorry, Bob, it's one of those those sort of hidden ministries people don't know about absolutely. unless they're in that situation. Right. You know, you don't you don't really know that it exists, and you don't think about it until you're in that situation. Go ahead, Bob. I was going to say, and there's a big spectrum, because you may have someone visiting someone who is perfectly healthy, except they're aged. Right. And they can't do everything for themselves, so they can't get out. But other than that, they're fine. At the other end of the spectrum, you might have somebody who is semi, semi-comatose. Right. Hardly able to communicate. But you go. Right. And you sit there and you talk, you talk whether they hear you or not. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, you just, you're present. Um, so. And it can be felt. You know, it can be felt. You know, and that's one thing, and, and you convinced me, because you being here today reminded, reminds me of the importance of the visitation ministry so sign me up uh i'm working still working for sirius xm on limited hours but i can certainly lend my hand to well let me just say one final thing about the program per se yeah covid devastated it now i'm just right it locked down the facilities and the people who were vid- being visited and it also scared the heck out of a lot of people who were providing the visits right and i talked with catalina about that and she said that right now you know, a year, year and a half after the COVID, we're we're back to about fifty percent. And pre-COVID, we had about seventy volunteers active. Wow, yeah. I didn't realize that many. Yeah, and so, you know, it, it's there. It's like you say, it's invisible. It's not highly formalized. It's more. It's more a matter of presence. Right. And, and Bob, how does how does it work? Like, how, how do you? volunteer your time is do you have to go online do you, do you fill out a schedule well, how does the process well, i mean you can look up catalina lay on the in the bulletin get her contact information she runs the program um and then she'll put you with step one which is some familiarity with some basic things do's and don'ts right um and after that she gets requests from individuals or family members or even the facility uh, people who own, own or run the facility, they need someone to keep someone company yeah. or to play games with people, something. Right, right. Um, and then she actually matches personalities as best she can, and she does a great job. Right. She does a great job. You know what I mean? Someone who is more spiritual, she'll pat, patch them in with somebody who needs more prayer and so forth, somebody who's there to tell jokes and liven yeah. their spirit up sure. a little bit. She'll, she'll match them with that. So start with Catalina. Could this be a family ministry as well. I mentioned Rita and Dan, uh, that this was uh, just before we started to go in blown COVID. Can this be a family event? I think there have been a couple, but yet right now you have to really be careful with requirements of health and some places require shots. I mean, I'm just saying gotcha. you need to screen all that Get out. Uh, I think Info. it can be though, yes. Okay. Yeah, when I asked Catalina, uh, who was not able to be with us today, uh, she recommended Bob, and and you know I've heard great stories about Bob. He takes time, and I'm sure all all these folks do the same thing. But they they take time, they sit, they visit, uh, just do those things more than you know. Bringing communion is obviously an important piece of this, but also the camaraderie 
and and just the you know having a presence there, somebody to come in and talk and share, and that's just a fantastic. I mean, just uh, to see the people's eyes and face light, light up, up light when up. you walk in the door. Yeah, you haven't said a word yet. But they know their visitors there. Right. You know, and especially right. this is going to become very important with the holiday season coming up. I mean, we're going into the Christmas season. We're going into uh, the most wonderful events, you know, the birth of our Savior. Very emotional time, too. Absolutely. Absolutely. And this is where I think this ministry becomes so much more important for those that may not have that opportunity for family or Maybe there's something going on that they just cannot be out and about. So, again, this does bring the importance of the ministry to the forefront. And, and I wanted to just t- tell a quick short story before we run out of time. Um, before COVID, Catalina would have, like, quarterly, I don't know what you'd call them, pep rallies. Yep. And all the volunteers would get together who could come, and we would just share, you know, share visits, things that were on our mind. Some of them were tearful. Some of them were hilarious. Um, but... There was a, a, a passage in, um, it's from Magnificat, I don't want to plagiarize, I don't, but I don't remember who the essayist was. But the line that stuck with me was, you know, if you give of yourself to God, expecting nothing in return, you will be lifted up. And everybody in those sessions, when they would tell their story, you could just, you could feel yeah. the spirit. Right. Well, it's an amazing service. It's an amazing uh, ministry to be able to do that like we said it's it's you don't know like, like uh, as mark just shared you you don't know what's happening in people's lives and no, we're uh, invisible absolutely exactly yeah and so uh but but just shedding light on this is is fantastic so it's a uh, just another one of the great ministries we have here you know and and uh and from from talking with catalina briefly i think uh, her interest actually was uh, sort of spurred after her uh, experience through Welcome as well. I, I would think the vast majority of people have been spurred by the retreats, right? Because you just can't you can't go through them with not and not be affected, right? Yeah, we were talking about that with with Ron and Jack. Is that you know it's one thing to go through the the weekend and then have a call for service. And then, you know, th- there are people, a percentage of people who want to be involved in something now. Where do they go? You know, what do they go into? They, they, they well, may not know these other ministries even exist. Well, just so you know, at the end of each retreat, there's a follow-up where the ministry leaders get together and present like a two-minute, this is what we do, okay, right. next, this is what we do, and then so they get an overview. Right, right. And that, that yeah, that helps, you know. Um, well, that's great. You know, great, I, great, I, great, I'll, I'll tell you a quick story about, about <laughs> you, you remember this, I'm sure, that uh, probably maybe about 20, 25 years ago, uh, when uh, Father Bruce was here, uh, that uh, you and I put together a paper newsletter about the parish. Uh, this was something you and I put together. We cobbled it out, and uh, I've got copies of it. <laughs> I knew, I knew he would. I knew he would. Has that been twenty years? Oh, at least, yeah. Oh, yeah, because yeah, we've been here thirty-five. Okay, like wow. That. Wait, yeah. said it was one of our first forms of communication. <laughs> yeah, Bob's. Bob's. He's. He's like this Jedi. You know, he. 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 He stealths through the parish and he's in all his fingers and all these pies he's playing bass every weekend it's like hey which masses can i play at bob's there playing so yeah he's he's just another example of uh one of the wonderful people we have here you know it's just anyway before we go i want to thank you for having me on way fm oh wait <laughs> no, that's all it. right thank you so much bob we appreciate you being on uh, that'll be enough
enough of him. <laughs> well, that's a way to end the segment, Bob. Thanks. <laughs> Dave, actually, have you, I know you've only given us one little sounder there about uh, KATH. Did you want to tell us any more about? Because I mean, you've been you've been part of this for years. Absolutely. You know, part of the carnival and. You know, part of uh, the, the Catholic community here in North Texas. Yeah, say? no, no. I, actually, Bob's uh, comment was was good because you know there's a, there's a lot of great radio stations and there's a lot of different needs and sometimes people like to listen to music. Sure, and I, and I like Christian music and these good stations like this. And sometimes sure. I I want to hear about the sports game or I want to hear a little politics, but. Uh, uh, KTH 910 AM, our mission is catechesis. You know, we, we want to teach people the Catholic faith, and we uh, exclusively uh, focus on the Catholic faith and try to uh, just let people know about the, the, the treasures. You know, we don't, we don't really play music. It's more right. you know, teaching, and we, uh, you know, come out and do these kind of live remote broadcasts. And there's Mass every morning, uh, yeah, right? Every morning mass, there's Mass. Yeah. We have the Rosary every day, the Divine Mercy Chaplet. Yep. Uh, we have a, a new show every day during the 3 o'clock hour. We do the Divine Mercy Chaplet. And then a life lived joyfully with uh, uh, it's a GRN produced program across our network, and so uh, yeah, and we've been going strong for uh, gosh, this station went on the air 2006 October 1st. Oh wow! So you, wow! What is that about? Uh, uh, 17, 16, 17 years. Yeah, and uh, it's been well supported. Uh, we like to get out in the community. You guys have just done a fabulous job. I, I know Mark was just a, <laughs> a consummate professional, but Michael, you are so good. Yeah. At this. Good man. Really, well, you, thank you, you guys. You really are, are so nat- no, so natural. <laughs> thank you. I, I didn't know being in music made you like a radio guy. <laughs> you know, uh, that, that that was just so. The reverse well. is not true, by the way. Uh, <laughs> being good in radio does not make you good in music. Uh, <laughs> no, I know, well, I'll have I know to. I'll have to share with you. I've always been a little bit of a ham, of course. Most musicians are, right? Right. But my dad, God rest his soul, one of the funniest things he ever said to me was, well, you know, whatever you decide to go into, remember, you have a radio face. (laughs) (laughs) And I always love that. You're right, right. Dad. You're right. Well, I got a voice for newspaper, so don't feel bad. (laughs) A voice for newspaper. I haven't heard that one. It's it's been a great, great uh, couple hours. we got one more segment. Do we have Father Ricardo? We do, Father. I do want to tell you, Father Uh, Ricardo had a wedding. Oh. And so, you know, he has to do that thing that's Tell more important than actually. Right, yeah, right. I said, Father, if you can't make it back, uh, we'll we'll juggle. But he said he would be back, so I expect to see him in here any minute. We'll just see when he shows up. All right, so. do we have our final? Oh, we got oh, funnel cake. Hey, Bob, thank you very uh, much for sitting with You're us. You're welcome. Fantastic. Yeah, thanks, thanks so much, uh, Bob. Good, good, good to meet you. And uh, Cecil has her final uh, uh, roaming Catholic report. She's got a funnel cake in her hand. Oh, wow! And, uh, and, and guys, just uh, just as an FYI, and Cecil can confirm this. Uh, we are this, this broadcast is programmed. Oh, oh yes, please. Uh, this this program to take us off the air. Right at the top yep. of the hour, yes. okay? So Automation. when when uh, four o'clock hits, we're done. Whether we want Mid- to be or not, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, what's, what's our fight? This is, how can you beat the lemon man? I, I don't know I don't how know. you can match that. I don't know. That. I'm trying to think. I should have ended with the lemon man, <laughs> I but know, no. Yeah. I came back with funnel cake because I can't have all the fun on my own. And now I'm a proud owner of one of the little cards that you get to go around and uh, do oh. all the rides with, which just basically means I think Dave and I are going to get on the helix together. Right? <laughs> Does anyone know wow. what the helix is? Photos, please. Yeah, yeah. Um, so the Helix is a ride that goes completely upside down. Oh, no. And I have been on this no. one before.
before, and let me tell you, you hear the loose change coming out of your pockets as you go down. I, I, I'm, Say I'm not, hello. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, so, yeah, there's just a lot of awesome games and food. Obviously, the funnel cake, I there may have been a little piece taken out of it. I'm, I'm giving it to you all, but I was going to pretend that it was like a manufacturing issue, and that that's why the chunk is out, but then I spilled powdered sugar down my front, so that was kind of uh, obvious. I've got, I've got to say, uh, I'm watching Dave uh, as, as he looks at this. <laughs> Yeah. What he's thinking to himself is, oh, my gosh, all that powdered sugar sitting around on top of the equipment over here. We might have a little bit of a problem on our hands. Yeah, no, no. We'll I, start reaching I, I always think it's funny when people give you food while you're on the air. <laughs> yeah. You can't eat it. You know, it's, 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 it's actually kind of cruel. You know, although we did ask for it, you know, but it's kind of cruel to have Well, food. I, I kind of asked for it in jest, but it's yeah. Twelve minutes. so nice. Okay. Yeah. So, so we don't have our last guest, uh, but, you know, if I, uh, but but we can kind of talk amongst sure. ourselves. I yeah. Mean, uh, and and Cecil can just can join us. It's it's a great configuration. We got the five microphones, but uh, you know I, I'm I'm surprised we we didn't get a chance to talk to Mary Boyle. We didn't have Father Andrew yes, on. Yes. Uh, and. Well, and and let me say, Dave, we we uh, we opted for Father um, Ricardo because he's he's our newly ordained priest, yeah, right? Right. Yeah. Uh, and he grew up here in Dallas. Uh, he's a fantastic man. He's just I was so excited to to you know hear from him. His story is is amazing. And uh, I will say that I'm I'm thrilled that he's actually gonna uh, he's going to uh, uh, celebrate mass at five o'clock, which I get to go to. So you, you know what? Some of the background I've got it in front of me here uh, <laughs> that uh, he is uh, currently the pastor of Bishop Dunn High School. Oh, okay. Uh, so, oh, is that right? Cha- chaplain or uh, chaplain? Yeah. yeah, yeah so right. uh, and he uh, he is very much uh, was connected with uh, with Father Russ, mm-hmm. uh, who came through here. Right, uh, sure then, did. Uh, Father Russ went to St. Elizabeth. And, yes, uh, he was. Also connected to Bishop Don and Father Russ is now at uh, Holy Trinity that's right. Seminary. Uh, Father Russ, amazing man. He was in our choir for a year. Oh, he sure right. was. That's he and right. his wife Vicky sung in our choir. <laughs> yep. uh, and then when Vicky passed, uh, Father Russ went into the diaconate. And uh, before we knew it, he was uh, an ordained priest. So. You know, and the, fun, the interesting part as well is that uh, he told the story about he would go uh, to Father Tim and he say he would say to Father Tim, "Talk me out of this. Talk me out of this." And Father Tim said, "No." <laughs> Father Russ, he's he's Amazing a wonderful, wonderful man. Yeah, he's fantastic. So, uh, unfortunately, uh, maybe Father Ricardo is missing in action. Like I said, I think he did tell me what church, but I can't remember. Uh, that he had this wedding. So well, it's, it's anyway, actually, it's, it's a good, uh, like you say, it's uh, the sacraments are a whole lot more important than radio broadcasts. Absolutely, the fact that he's out doing that and uh, involved in, uh, exactly. in, in a marriage and uh, a wedding. So, so that, that that's a good thing. Uh, Father Andrew Semler was just uh, coming by. I think he was calling Father Ricardo because this is a dangerous time to pass by the radio. Table. That's right. Yeah. When they're right, when we're, we're sort guest. of treading water, right? <laughs> um, uh, yeah, I. Uh, well, let me ask you, gentlemen, this. I mean, you've been involved. Dave, in, 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 the, in the music industry and my, uh, Michael for a long time, and uh, one of the questions I had for you, right, as we started, you talked about all the great things that are coming into the music industry, uh, the, the young people getting involved. I would imagine that one of the, uh, one of the things you, kind of, you have to kind of balance, mm-hmm. if you will, is those that would say, Michael, we want to hear new music, we want right. to hear new things going on. You might have somebody else say, well, what about the traditional right. music? How do you balance that as a music minister? You know, it's it's I, I, I know we brought him up several times today, yeah. but Father Father Tim was responsible for that, putting this program in place. And Father Simler has been uh, just fantastic to work with. You know, when a, when a new pastor arrives, 
when you're on staff, uh, especially in, on in the music staff, you, you really have to think about how's this going to work out. Yeah. You know, I love my job, and I'm thankful every day that I have this job. But um, you know, he may come in and say, you know what, we want big organ and we want choir robes, and and, and that's he's going to get what he wants, that. right? That's yeah. what it's, where we're going to go. Uh, so I've been very fortunate. But but Father Tim told me once, and, and we, we sort of evolved to where we are today, which is really almost split right down the middle. We do five services, five masses a weekend. Uh, three of those, we would say, are contemporary in the music choices. And two of them, we would say, would be more traditional. Hey, you know? we got And so uh, that's how we've done it, and we've stuck with that. And, and I... Father Tim used to say, you know, we wouldn't want to do the same thing all the time. And I think it really speaks to the diversity of the church because we do have this young influx of, of, right. of people. New you people know, coming new in. New people. And so they like the more contemporary music. Uh, you made it. Oh, we're so, Father, yeah, speak right into that microphone. Okay. We're so glad you're here. I know we were talking about you. We know you were busy doing the work. Yes. Uh, yes. <laughs> but I want to introduce to you, uh, everyone, this is Father Ricardo. Uh, we are so glad that uh, you're here with us, Father. We wanted to give you an opportunity to introduce yourself. You're new here, and we're so excited about you being here at St. Jude. And I told Father this morning, uh, you know, I know sometime. Uh, telling a priest, hey, I loved your homily, and it was just spoke to me. And, and you know, sometimes I know they have to be really humble, and I get that. But, uh, you know, having a, a, a young priest like Father Ricardo, uh, he, he, he speaks with such authority and such fire. And uh, I just love that about you, man. I really do. And a lot of people are so, so glad. We're so, so glad and, and that you're here, and we, we're, we're thankful. Thank you. You're welcome. So tell us a little bit about Father Ricardo. Sure, sure. So <laughs> Father Ricardo. Um, Father Ricardo is the oldest of nine. I'm the oldest of nine. Um, I have the youngest sister I have is four. Actually, they were here yesterday. Some of them were here yesterday for the carnival. And so I got on some rides with one of my younger sisters. So oh, wow. that was a... <laughs> Quite interesting. It was very fun. Uh, I'm originally from Mexico, um, but my parents brought me here when I was five to Oak Cliff. So Oak Cliff is my neighborhood. I grew up there. In the hood. Absolutely. You know, the thing about Oak Cliff, I went to Bishop Dunn High School, and uh, I'm an alumni from there. 1970, I'm not going to say something like that. That far back. But what an incredible institution that is. I mean, when you look at what Bishop Dunn has done over the course of the years, I mean, just the message of God in, a, in an educational setting like that, and you were the chaplain. Yes, I was uh, recently instituted chaplain for Bishop Dunn. And, and, uh, and Father Russ handed you the baton. Father Russ handed me the baton. We did a mass together, and he introduced me to the whole senior, to the upperclassmen, telling him, like, this is Father Ricardo. He'll be taking, he'll be taking charge now. You know, what's really great about Oak Cliff, uh, I grew up in the, uh, I grew up around the Wynwood Village Apartments, uh, which is going to be right off Illinois Avenue and Sang Boulevard. And oh, yes, in, of course. And the whole area mm-hmm. is an incredible, diverse area, an amazing place uh, just to be around, just to, to grow up in Oak Cliff and to see, you know, to see all the different things that go on. And Bishop Dunn brings everything together. He uh, really does. And, and talk about that, your experience bringing the Word of God into an educational setting. Sure. Like you know, it's uh, very interesting. I um, I guess the best way I can uh, explain it is uh, to give you the experience I had with the seniors. You know, I had the senior mass with the uh, parents. And it was very interesting to see, um, first of all, Bishop Dunn, the, um, the Catholic percentage is under 50%. Mm. So not even half the students at Bishop Dunn are Catholic. So we have a lot of other religions, a lot of other faiths. And... Um, 
And so, but you notice that the message of Christ appeals to everyone. Universal. Universal. It's universal across the board, because all these youth are looking for someone to tell them the truth of things, right? <laughs> not not um, not wishy washy stuff. Not, right. But to tell them how it is, and to tell them that uh, Christ is there for them, and that's what I did with the seniors at the with their parents. Uh, the the gospel was the calling of the apostles, and I told the I told all the youth there present. Look, I know you have your plans after high school. I know you have your, your parents have plans for you after high school. I mean, admit it, and we all admit that, That's right. right? We all have expectations of everybody. Uh, but if you follow the will of the Lord, like the apostles did, letting go of their nets, letting go of what they are used to, uh, if you let go of your plans then the Lord will bless you tremendously. Imagine that he made a fisherman the first Pope of the church. Mm. I mean, it's just amazing to yes. see how, what the Lord does with just one simple yes. I, and that's what I told the youth. Give God a shot. Give your yes to him, right? It doesn't mean you're going to be a priest or a nun or anything, but to be open to whatever he wants for you. Right? We've got, we got about three minutes left. You've also traveled the world. Uh, yes. You've been uh, all over, and that's got to be an absolutely tremendous, rewarding experience. Talk about that. Sure, sure. I, uh, the reason I traveled most, really, because it was of the World Youth Days. So we go right. to see the Pope. Uh, we, I've seen the Pope in, in Brazil. I've seen the Pope in Poland. I've seen the Pope in Spain, uh, in Panama. Uh, and it's just been awesome, really. I mean, it's been great just to see all these youth there, mm. hundreds and thousands of youth, uh, all there um, sharing our faith. You know, and that's one one of, the, one of the main reasons why I've been traveling so much. It's great. It's great, yeah. really. I just recently went on a pilgrimage now to Israel. Oh, that's right. right. We took a hundred you youth from my home parish. Yeah. Oh wow! And okay. uh, we brought a hundred youth back. Nine ninety nine. We didn't lose a single one. He said that at mass, and they got, it was, they got a good laugh. Yeah, we yeah. brought them all back. There was no lost sheep. <laughs> Thank goodness. Sheep. <laughs> that's a good thing. That's how, a good how, thing. How long you been ordained? I've been ordained now three months. Oh, three months. Oh, wow. 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 Yeah, yeah. I was ordained June fourth. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, wow. we're so Amazing. glad you're here, Father. We really are. Thank you so much. Yes. Yeah, really Thank appreciate you so it. Much. Thank you for your service to the church. Of course, it's been. Yeah, I'm sorry. Could, would, no, no, it's would, been would, great. Would you provide a blessing uh, for those sure, who are listening right now? Sure thing, out. sure thing. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we pray that you uh, bless us all, that you help us to um, really see that there is truth, that there is love in your Son, and that you invite us to abandon our wills to unite them to yours, not out of sacrifice, but to finally find the love we've been missing in our lives. Help us always to have a grateful heart to everything you give us for the family for the church, for the clergy, for everything you give us, also that we can find ourselves with you. Bless us and bless our families. And we ask you that you may send uh, your blessing on all of us in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Uh, and I, w I do want to make a distinction. There's a very famous Father Ricardo that everybody in Catholic Radio knows about. It's his last name. Your first name is Ricardo, right? Yes. Ricardo, Father Reyes. Ricardo Reyes. Reyes. Okay. Yes. So, yeah, when we, when we say Father Ricardo, a lot of people think, oh, if it's Father John Ricardo. But this is a, this is a homegrown uh, Father Ricardo. Homegrown. This right is now. our Father Ricardo. Yeah. Right. Thank, thank you so much, Father Ricardo. And, and Mark and Michael, thank you so much. You thank you, Dave. You guys are just uh, fabulous. It was a great two hours. Yeah. I loved being ringside and kind of keeping the train moving. I'm going to hire him at Sirius XM. Uh, yeah. 
no, no, no. Very, very, very good. Thanks, Dave, for coming. Yeah. Thank you for coming again and, and, and being out here with us at St. Jude. Uh, it was a great lineup of guests. And thanks, Cecil, our roaming uh, Catholic reporter. And just want to invite everybody to come on out here, support the parish, have some fun, bring the family. It's today until 11. Carnival rides and food and fun. The Lemon Man. I mean, you, you, you know, well, what else can you ask for? And then tomorrow, if you can't come today, come tomorrow. Uh, These are much longer hours on a Sunday than most carnivals have. It's 1 to 10 tomorrow. And so, of course, get to Mass. That's a priority. And then come on out here and uh, have some fun as well. So, gentlemen, thank you very much. Thank Cecil, you. thank you very much. And to, to Mary and Father Andrew and everybody else involved at the parish, uh, we're very, very grateful. And uh, just a reminder that you are listening to KTH 910 AM, Frisco, Dallas, Fort Worth, here on the Guadalupe Radio Network. And hope you have a, a very blessed rest of your weekend. Thank you for listening. We'll go back to regular programming now. KATH 